All right, Sarah, we tried to record yesterday, and then in all the chaos, the, you have to like lend your phone to Iron Women to record video interviews. I don't even know. Things are chaotic there in Hawaii, it sounds. Yes, there's, there's definitely a bit of controlled chaos happening here. So the app that we use to record the Iron Women videos is on my phone, and I am now recording the second show, the Fitter and Feisty Kona Daily News Show. So I send them with my phone. So when you were texting me, I was not receiving those texts, so we missed each other. And then another, another good example is that I only have one microphone. So right now, I believe... Ashley and Taylor are interviewing Sarah Piampiano with my microphone. So if anyone uh, notices that the sound isn't quite as good this week, it's because I've sacrificed my microphone to Sarah being able to do the pineapple challenge. So, good. It's important. Yes. Yes. Or I could get two microphones for next year, which I've now learned. Oh, yeah. That would be, you know, step two of running a media empire. Yes. So I, I, I am a quick study. So <laughs> next year, I'll probably have two phones. And two microphones. The videos, they've been making people do pineapple challenges, though. Like, uh, I was trying to decide if I would be able to balance a pineapple in my head. I don't think so. But then there were other challenges, too. Like, some people had to run with a pineapple. Yes. So, sort of, we've been making it up as we go. It started with, what, well, what happened was, at first, it was just going to be squatting with a pineapple on your head. And some people, when we thought right. it would be funny and people, it would fall off. And it, honestly, it's really dependent on the pineapple. This okay, is what I've learned noted. <laughs> so far for anyone looking to balance pineapple on their head, pick your pineapple wisely. But then we had, who was it? Daniela, um, Blamer. She, she used to be Daniela Sandler. Do you know who I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Austrian athlete. Like she literally started squatting with a pineapple on her head. We were at the pier and she just kept going and going and she got to 17 and she was like in the zone and she was, and we were like needed to record the rest of the show, but she wanted to win the pineapple challenge. Like she was she was on it. And so then we're like, well, this is obviously too easy for these athletes. So we had, we just change it up now so we can, you know, we can crown multiple pineapple Queens. Okay. So you haven't actually decided who is the pineapple queen yet. We have not decided, but I I'm hoping to make a compilation at the end, which would be pretty fun for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I'm here in Kona and Ashley and Taylor have been doing iron women videos on the iron women Facebook page. And Ashley, it was Ashley's idea. She said it came to her in a dream to do the pineapple challenge. And what I love is that um, she basically just makes up a thing for the athlete to do with a pineapple. Um, and so what I love is when we start to get athletes arriving ready for the pineapple challenge. So the first person to arrive ready was on the second or third day. Kim Morrison showed up with a pineapple Aloha hat that she had bought. And then Jen, I'm sorry, I'm going to screw up her name, Spieldener. Yeah came with a pineapple dress on uh and then people had been like practicing at home people requested challenges nina duran had a little welcome pineapple crew sign outside when they arrived for the interview so i feel like this is uh this is a it's a huge win yeah good i'm glad you guys have really uh you're on brand We have a theme and we're sticking to it. And so this weekend, people can still watch. I mean, they can still watch the Fitter and Feisty show on Facebook and they can watch the Iron Woman coverage on Instagram, right? Yeah. So Iron Woman, the, the interviews are both on the Facebook page and either the whole interview or part of the interview we've been posting on Instagram TV as well under the Iron Women brand. But yeah, so that was like, so I had those two, Ashley and Taylor are off doing their thing now. And I was with them all last week and we did some really fun interviews. But this week, now Bevan McKinnon from Fitter Radio and I are recording the 
fitter and feisty Kona Daily News show. And that's been so fun. Like we just, he's been running around town getting clips with athletes and we've like, you know, we're deciding on a theme for the day. We talked to Sarah True about deciding to how she decided to come back. You know, it was actually kind of really raw. It was one of the first clips we played in the first episode. Um, so each episode has like four, five, six athletes in it. We choose the best clip like the most informative about talking about mental strategies. And so we just have this fun, like fast moving thing happening so that you can watch that on the live feisty media Facebook page. That's where we're posting it. And I have a videographer here who's called Steve, who's amazing. And he's actually producing that show. He does the videography and the editing. So it's like pretty slick. I'm pretty happy with it. Okay. <laughs> you like stopped talking and I was waiting for you to tell us how we can watch things this weekend during the race. I just told you. No, during the race, coverage of the oh, race. Coverage <laughs> of the race. So yeah, I think that, um, for, for actual race day, um, I think we're going to do a lot of stuff on Instagram. Last year, everyone was watching the Facebook live on that Iron Man produces and it clogged up a lot of the bandwidth. So Ashley and I and Taylor will probably not be live too much. We will, um, we'll be doing like loads of stuff behind the scenes stuff on Instagram. So watch for that. And we'll post a lot of that stuff to Facebook too, for people who are only on Facebook, it'll, it'll cross over. So yes, find us there. We will be out there on race day trying to find all the best moments. All right, cool. And then after the break, you're going to tell us all of your on the ground gossip. I think I am. You know what I'm like about gossip, but yes, I will. So coming up on the show. We're going to talk about inside gossip from the Big Island, who I think is ready to race based on what I've seen. Should the world championships have all the age groups? And what if instead of one big race in Kona, we had a series of triathlon majors? Sarah, I hear they have noon endurance in Canada now. Oh, Canada, baby. Finally. I use the sport tabs, the basic tabs at CrossFit. Well, I use the Nude Endurance. Citrus mango is the way to go. And now you can try that too in, you know, up north. Up here in Canada. You can order any of these or the rest tabs to help you sleep or the immunity tabs to fight off those bugs. And you can do that by using the code IRONWOMEN. I'm not saying that to you, Kelly. I'm saying this to the people at home. <laughs> the code IRONWOMEN at NoonLife.com. And go check out their new community of women doing cool stuff at New Ness, uh, their TV channel on YouTube. I'm Kelly O'Mara. And I'm Sarah Gross. And you're listening to Live Feisties If We Were Riding. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop this time like the last time. You better get ready to race in the titty. Kelly, you actually told me a piece of gossip that I didn't even know in the newsletter. <laughs> you didn't know that Ferris Alcaton was not able to get a visa, who is Patrick Longa's coach, guys, former defending champ, couldn't get a visa and isn't there. You I didn't know, know. I found that out from you. I thought you guys used to be training partners. He, did, he, doesn't, he doesn't email me when he fails to get a, a visa, though. He doesn't, like, personally message me. <laughs> so that was, like, I feel like that's been the big gossip news this week. Uh, it seems that, I mean, he's a German citizen, and certainly, like, obviously, usually German citizens coming from the U.S., like, you just get an electronic visa, it's not a big deal. It does seem like it probably, because his dad's Iraqi and, like, probably got flagged and it was like the U S being shitty right now with all of their weird 
shitty immigration requirements. But it also seems like if he had done it more than 72 hours in advance, it probably would have been fine. And then he also said, like, oh, they tried to put him on a later flight, but then he still was waiting. And then it was too late. He just didn't want to wait anymore. And it was too late. So he wasn't going to come. So I feel like this could have been also been avoided. Yeah, it's frustrating on both sides. Like, it's hard to imagine, like, if if at any point Ferris did feel like he was being treated unfairly, barely because of his last name, I can imagine getting frustrated and throwing in the towel and just going like, fuck it. I'm not even trying. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't actually know what happened there. But Ferris is not on the island. No, (laughs) he is not. So what actual gossip, Sarah? I feel like you keep like I keep waiting for actual gossip on the ground. But like actual. okay. I don't know. Like I, people don't come to media people and tell them the secrets that are going on. I just, yes, wanna, they do. Like... That is literally how people get stories all the time. Apparently, <laughs> apparently that's going to be step three in being a media mogul after getting another microphone is getting people to tell you things, <laughs> getting, getting it, getting the dark secrets out of that. Right. I actually did have a couple dark secrets that I can't repeat, but <laughs> um, what's interesting, what's one thing that's been interesting to me is that um, in every interview I've heard her do, which is three now, Miranda Carfrey has talked about how she's not, I'm, oh, I'm not going to swim my usual swim. Oh, I'm just expecting to come out a little bit behind the swim because she broke her radius at the elbow. Right. And she's about four, on race day, she'll be five weeks into healing and bone healing takes six weeks. So it'll still be a little bit, it'll still be a little bit off. But she went to the Hoala swim on Sunday morning and swam 58 minutes, which frankly is a very normal swim for Rinny. And right. she still has a week to go of healing, which when something takes six weeks to heal, a week is a big portion of that. So part of me is like, maybe she's just, you know, because she's been so quote unquote open about how she's going to be off. <laughs> part of me is thinking maybe she won't be at all. Like maybe she'll come out or maybe she'll be fresher on the swim and actually do better. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, uh, I did say in the newsletter, like, I wouldn't worry too much about, about this injury. I don't think we need to worry about it. On the other hand, I mean... From her perspective, I don't think she, I think she couldn't swim for three weeks. Like, I, I get why you'd be like, well, this sucks. But swimming's weird like that, Sarah. Sometimes after I don't swim for, one time I didn't swim for nine months, and then I swim like my fastest hundred ever, so. Yeah, sometimes you can pick, pull out the short stuff after not swimming for a right. while. But in, in Rennie's case, you know, she is, she's been in the sport as a pro for how long? Right, like, I think she'll be fine. So many years. She's like 58 minutes out there. I know that doesn't sound that fast for an Ironman swim for, but like in Kona, 58 minutes is kind of, I mean, I've swum in with Rennie's pack every year I swam here and we, that's what we swam. Like 57, 58 was a reasonable time. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of my inside gossip. But the other thing is, is that is, um, that the people who look, who seem relaxed, you know, that's what you get a real insight to when you're showing up for interviews. So I'm thinking like, you know, Daniela is her usual self. Uh, which means she she's probably ready to win again. Anne Hogg, I saw her in the coffee shop uh, a couple days ago, and she actually did. She looked healthy. It's the people who look healthy and relaxed. Those are my indicators. This is my okay, highly, are they? The highly <laughs> scientific method? That's right. Okay. That's right. Um, Lucy Charles also. I mean, she just, you know, she's relaxed. She's staying up on the hill with uh, her family. She was, yeah, again, she looked healthy, and she seemed ready to race. I also think Sarah True, will do better than we think. Like I think people yeah. are writing her off because of the hard year she had with collapsing multiple times and multiple Ironmans. But just hearing her, because she's had to decide to come here despite that, and it lessens the expectations. And it also, you know, she's also kind of in a place where she is, I'm here because I want to be here. 
not because I'm trying to win, you know, part of me thinks that might be a winning formula. So, yeah, I mean, I think I, I saw, I, I listened to Fitter and Feisty. I saw her little clip mm-hmm. anyway. And she said, I mean, she's decided that if she has to run herself to pass out again, like she's going to, so is what it is. Yeah. And, and, you know, she had, yeah. I mean, the doctors gave her the clearance on that. So why not? Uh, why not? Because of long-term potential health damage. But the doctors gave her clearance. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that is why not. Are you so, saying doctors okay. don't know everything? Um, no. What? <laughs> All right. So that's your on the ground. That's your t- that's terrible on the ground gossip. <laughs> I have heard in my not really being on social media and you know when you like during Kona week, if you scroll Instagram, it's all just like pictures of sunsets. Yes. And, yes. Correct. So in my not really being on the social media, I understand that the weather might be crazy this week too, though. It has been, it has been wild a little, not wild. That's an exaggeration. It's been slightly okay. more wild than normal. So like the hot days have been hotter. The rain, when it rains, it's been heavier. When it's humid, it's been more humid, but that's related to the rain. When it's windy, it's been more windy. So it just feels like Kona, all the normal things of Kona, but a little amped up. So if we get any of those things, like what the first, the second day I was here, it rained so hard that it would not have been safe on a bicycle. Like, you know, I don't know what would happen. If that would be amazing if they had to like stop Kona in the middle, like they, when they did that Texas, rain. yeah, yeah, and be like, everybody wait, <laughs> like they did in Texas that time. Yeah, that'd be. I think that would really add an element to the race that we haven't seen yet. Everybody so. hide in a hole in the lava fields. Yeah, I haven't been. I'm obviously not on the ground. I don't have the uh, lava Java gossip, but I would say your sense of your, your vague sense of who feels ready has corresponded with mine. I mean, I think it is Danielle's race to win, but I was, I do think like Marinda Marinda's ready. Like, yeah, it sucks that her, she broke her arm, like super freak accident, but I think she'll be okay. Anna hog was definitely my pick for like, Hey everybody, like watch out. I also thought Imogen Imogen Simmons is going to do pretty well though. It's she's like super young and everyone's kind of been discounting her. I mean, she's like 26 or something. She's 26. And I think, I think we're going to have a surprise, you know, because there's enough people in the field who could surprise. And she's definitely top of my list of people who could surprise. Right. She's also freaking hilarious. Yeah. Um, I watched your guys' interview with her. She's her iron women interview. She showed up. That's This is what I mean is when, once people figured out what we were doing, what Ashley and Taylor were doing with humorous interviews, they show up ready. And she was just funny from the gun. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's a shame you guys don't cover the men. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> my big pick, my like one I'm going to double down on is I think Jan's going to win, though. I think Jan Ferdino is like pissed off that he wasn't here last year and he had a shitty race the year before. And I think he's been like head down. You haven't heard much from him. He's just been like training, training, training. Yeah. And I think he's going to win. And, and here's the other thing. Like everyone who knows anything is picking him for the win. Like all the people, all the previous, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone is like, yeah, Jan's going to win. So unless something, unless something gets super, super screwed up. Right. And he like throws his bike into the lava field, a la Norman Stadler. Um, I think that's he's not, I don't think that's Jan's <laughs> no, deal. MO. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, what do you think? How, how, what are your thoughts about Alistair Brownlee? I actually think Alistair is going to, I mean, that's, he's my, he's my like going to podium pick, like going to be up there, even though it's his first year, even though usually you would say, oh, first year coming from ITU, like give them a year. Alistair as with Sarah true has decided if he needs to pass out, he will, right? Like he will run himself to that point. I think we've, we've seen that from him multiple times. Would you so, do that? 
Like if, um, if you were, if, if you were the, the caliber of athlete, which not to say you won't be one day, but yeah, give me a year, Sarah. put yourself in Sarah Taylor's <laughs> shoes. Would you do that? Well, here's the thing. I think there's like a, I, I am really impressed with her ability to, because I think there's a conscious and a subconscious decision there. And you can consciously decide I'm going to do whatever I need to do. If I, and if I med tent myself, I med to myself and I've consciously decided that, but subconsciously your body just like won't let you. So yeah. I think it's like a little bit crazy that her body is letting her continue to tap that point because I, I, I know most people's wouldn't. And yeah. I don't think, True. I don't think like my body just like, I would be like, no, we're good. Yeah. This is, this is enough. Yeah. I agree with that. I think I'd be the same. Yeah. Just that, like the, the, even just the, would you have to get unconscious memory? Right. Of how it went last time. Yeah. It is, uh, it is really interesting. So yeah, but Alistair is another one who has wrecked himself multiple times and still comes back and does it again. So I think he's actually going to do pretty well. I wouldn't like count him out at and all. If someone, if someone gives Yana a run for his money, who will it be? So it's a good question because I actually kind of think it'll be Alistair. I actually think Patrick Langa isn't going to have a great race, which is like my total like random. I know everyone. That's my random like uh, how he looks, Sarah. That's my that's my feel, my gut, my. Ooh, I have gossip. Okay. Patrick Lang's wife got blown off her bike on the Queen K a couple of days ago. She's fine, everybody. She's fine, but um, this that's how windy it is. Yeah, I believe it. Also, see, I feel like maybe his wedding took more out of him than he. Uh... And he thought, <laughs> oh, you weren't at Nice. He kept being, he, his joke at Nice was, uh, oh, it was fine. I mean, it was just like one day missed of training for the wedding. Like, that's all. That was the only disruption. <laughs> wow. Who planned his wedding? Gosh. Apparently not him. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, Lionel obviously is there every year, but I have zero, who knows what Lionel will do. I think no one knows what Lionel will do. Lionel doesn't know what Lionel will do. That's true. Lionel's been quieter this year. He's been more cloistered. Um, than usual last year he did all the media and this year he did none of the media you know you know how Lionel's kind of like all or nothing yeah so this year he's on the nothing for the media side um and he's doing this one it's actually kind of strange I think it's this morning he's doing this one media event where he's doing a trainer workout in the Wahoo booth okay and people can come and spectate we're talking about it's like one of the only media things he's doing which is like allowing spectating on a workout and so we were like talking about it last night because we wanted to get a couple clips of him for the fitter and feisty show. And we're like, are we going to be able to walk up to him and like ask questions between in between intervals or sure. like, or like, is it just literally you watch him do it? like, so I'm quite curious to see how this media event goes. So you're going to go see, this is the kind of on the ground reporting that we've been expecting from you, Sarah. God, I'm, I'm sending my main guy from fitter radio. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you think on the ground there that Kona has gotten crazier, bigger, more people? Did it level off in terms of nuttiness? Where are we at? Oh, gosh. It's hard to know whether it leveled off from last year, but it is nutty. Yeah. Like, even starting last weekend, it, like, I don't like to drive up and down Alihi. Like, I'm just constantly on high alert. And of course, I'm driving a car that's twice the size of my usual vehicle. Right. Right. And it's just, it's not, I wouldn't say I'm nervous, like that would be overstating, but I'm definitely being really, really cautious about, about driving. Like it is, and you can't, the other thing I really noticed is the traffic started like even before last weekend, just the volume of people who are here. It's hard to get anywhere quickly. Like you're just sitting in traffic all the time, no matter what time of day versus like, say even a week and a half ago, when we first got here, it was, it was regularly time traffic her people, regular people going to work, you know, the 8am traffic and the 4pm traffic. But yeah, it's, it's nutty. 
Yeah, I don't, I mean, I know there are people obviously that go every year. There are people that go just to hang out. It's a scene. I don't, I don't totally have it. I don't, I obviously do not. And I am not one of the people who is like, oh, I love Kona. It's the greatest place ever. So I, I recognize that I do not appreciate whatever right. ineffable thing people feel about it. But I do think if we like think about it overall, like the, the thing that is Kona, the whole thing, mm-hmm. it's a little weird, Sarah. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Like if you remove yourself from whatever you feel about it and from like a triathlon perspective and you step back a second, you're like, it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about this this week. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Here's my, here's my argument that I think people are going to yell at me for, and that's okay. fine. Whatever. Send in a voicemail. Don't email me. All right. I was watching the track and field world championships all of last week. And those are like a real goddamn world championship. When someone says they qualified for the track and field world championships, you know what that means. It means you are representing your country. It means you are hands down one of the best in the world, like top three in that event, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. When someone says I'm going to the Kona world, like Ironman world championships, what the fuck does that mean? It doesn't mean you're representing your country. It doesn't mean you're like one of the best period. It's like this weird, like this weird quasi amateur age group. No other sport has the concept of amateurs who are also the same age as the pros. Like we had the junior world championships exist, masters world championships, seniors, super seniors totally get it for ages that are outside the range of, you know, prime of life, peak fitness, like age. Mm -hmm. But if you are an open category age, Mm-hmm. then what the fuck are you doing being the best in the world that's not actually the best in the world because you could race pro if you're like if you're winning the 35 39 age group like you could race pro but you're not because then you wouldn't be the best that's not the best it doesn't make any sense like it's illogical and when you actually try and explain it it's super weird and i actually kind of feel like at the fundamental root of a lot of issues with like the pro field and the age group field and the overlap that we know exists in between them is that there shouldn't be a world championship for those prime of life categories that are like an amateur world championship. Either you are the best at that age or you're not. And that's that like Like end of discussion. Like when you're in your twenties and thirties, you're not in a protected class in sports. Exactly. And so the best in their age who are 55, sure, like they're the fucking best of their age, but the best of their age who are 32, um, like that's Daniela, like what the fuck? Like right. that's not, that's not like some girl in the 30 to 34 age group. Like it makes yeah. no sense. I mean, you make an interesting point. It is, you know, all of this is, it's down to the fact that Iron Man is a private corporation, right? And so obviously like it's it's like interesting to talk about this and like surmise about how it could be. But at the end of the day, like that's their, like their demographic in terms of their clients, like the people that they're selling their product to are mostly in that category. So in the category that you're arguing to exclude from the world championship. (laughs) So I feel like that's an, it's a non-starter. Well, yeah, but that's the other half that's weird. Like name another world championship, actual world championship that's run by a for-profit company. Like there might be one, like if I like really thought about it, maybe like the table tennis 
associations technically not like like maybe right but that's not a normal thing like can you imagine if when we were watching if i was watching the track and field world championships last week and it was a bunch of rich 32 year olds race who had paid money to race there to a private company that had like it wouldn't make any sense yeah it's the title world championship that doesn't make sense the the crossfit open is a is kind of a a similar true um, true. like a corporation that owns what is quote-unquote a sport True, um, and then people anyone can qualify and there's age just different age can, although even they don't have like age no, categories they have, and, they have an open and then they have like a seniors and a masters because sarah it's weird <laughs> like, right and they don't call weird. it a world championship either right? right that's the other half that's weird so yeah i think there's like i think part of it is just um this is what, what we're calling it right there's for a long time people have said we should have an alternative long distance uh, yeah yeah and the itu like tries tried to start them and it just hasn't gained traction because yeah. people are so into the kona thing and i get that like kona's whole history legacy mystique whatever comes from regular people doing kona like that is part of its appeal it's just like at this point like let's be fucking real like no one in the 2030s who's racing at kona is like a regular person <laughs> like they're not like right. that's not that's not a thing no that's so true well i mean okay so we have we have one solution to this that we'll we can talk about after the break that like what if we tried to create a series of triathlons like like a series of majors like in tennis we would like to thank noon hydration for supporting the podcast get 30 percent off your order by using the code ironwomen at noonlife.com that's ironwomen at noonlife.com. So tell your actual friends in person how awesome we are, because that works too. If We Were Riding is a Live Feisty Media production and is hosted by Kelly O'Mara and me, Sarah Gross. Our marvelous editor is Aaron Hamilton. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop this time like the last time. You better get ready to race in the to do this. Show you what the truth is. I step on the field, it's time to get Okay, so in tennis and golf and like other sports, you have the majors, you have like the grand slam, people will go for, you know, like the triple crown, because the idea is that like winning any one event makes you really, really good, but it doesn't make you the best, right? Because it's different to play on clay versus grass, is my understanding, having never played tennis in my life. So to really be the best, you have to win multiple events at multiple conditions. And I really think, and I've made this argument many, many times, that that's how, like, triathlon should be. Because naming the best period at, like, one specific, very extreme condition is weird. Like, so if we created a majors of triathlon, Kona would obviously be one of them. Like, if you wanted to win the Grand Slam, you'd win, like, Kona. I would argue Roth would be another one. Like, you'd go Kona, Roth. Maybe you'd do, like, 70.3 worlds, which would, like, rotate. That would be, not, that would be like, an added, like, ooh. But what else, like what, how would, which ones would be the big ones? Like, what would you do? Interesting. If you created majors, like we're, we're picking four. Is that, I don't know. I mean, we, we I could, mean, do we could make we it want. up. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that you can't have more than two full Ironmans. True. Um, Probably. Yeah. And then it depends whether you want the best all around athlete. Like, do we want to have a short course race in there? That would be interesting. Or do we want to do a, do a 70.3 and, and up? 
Um, I mean, obviously, the ITU already does like their own like series. They have their own grand they slam. They already have a series championship winner for the season over a range of races. They uh, they also are already not a for profit organization, and uh, and you have to actually qualify. They've kind of got that covered. Maybe we could have a non drafting grand slam. So then that there way we could go. include a some shorter races or some different length races, and then and then also Ironman. Yeah, I mean, there. I think back in the day, there used to be fewer races, and so there just were like the huge ones, People right? Knew what was what? Yeah. What the big ones were, and now there's just too many, too many fucking races. Too many fucking races. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.